and see what happens here. Hi, my name is Darshawn McAway. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast coming to you live on Facebook. Uh, we're going to do it on Twitter, um, Instagram, and YouTube. We're going to do our very best to post the audio to this and the video as well. But definitely check out this podcast on wowpodcast.me. That's W-O-W-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot M-E. Now, today... Usually I would say today we have a special guest, but today we have a very special message. Um, If you see the caption, I'm going to make sure that I hold on to that caption because it's very important that I realize what my daughter said to me. You know, throughout my life, I've done exceptionally well uh, throughout my single years of trying to be a person to... uh, I guess to have some increase in economic value, to be resourceful, to be useful, um, I guess, and to be admired, so to speak. But then I got married and we had a kid and I started realizing that my my ultimate goals, my ultimate goals to become this, you know, ultra rich, ultra successful person doesn't matter to your children when they're small. And I started thinking about that because I, I have to um, I have to finish up this book uh, in the tank. And I need to be very careful on my perception of my parents, because what I don't know is when I was a kid, I don't know what contributing factor I said to my mom and dad to make them think that. No matter rich, no matter how rich you try to be, I only want to play with you. And that's what that said to me from Anaya. She says, Daddy, I know you want to be rich, but I just want to make slime. And when she said that, I realized that all these things that I'm trying to do, it doesn't matter to her. Not at least not right now. I know what it looks like in hindsight, but that's not that's not her focus. Her focus is let's play. I want to have fun. You're here. Let me value you while you're here. And I get on uh, the internet and I see people, you know, quote unquote, trying to live their best life. I, I, I get it. I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you not to live your best life. I'm not even telling you to gloat or showboat what you're doing. What I'm telling you is nobody cares. It doesn't matter. Right. Because what you're showing people about how you live and how big of a house you have or how many fancy cars you got, that's not their reality. Their reality is they're either a parent, they're struggling with some things, they got bills to pay for. And as much as it is to escape and look into social media to see other people's lives, that's not their reality. And I pulled back from doing that, especially when I got married, because Stephanie told me she was like, I don't think it's wise for you to show people how we live. I don't think it's it's not important. Um, If anything, it's probably going to bring more harm towards us than good. So you could get on here and talk about certain things, but we don't we don't want to show our lifestyle. It's not important. How I live is not important. It's more so possibly what I say and what I do is important. But when I started writing the children's books, I was trying to make parents or brothers and sisters or nieces and nephews or whatever. I was trying to get people to spend more time with kids because 
my uncle and I had a conversation about, you know, one day we're going to pass away and nobody's going to talk about how much money that we made or how much money that we gave people. Our family is going to talk about the memories that they had with us. They're not going to talk about uh, how much money I gave everybody. I mean, it may come up, but it's not going to be it's not going to be the conclusion to your life. The conclusion to your life is I miss that person. We used to go here. We used to do this. I remember this person saying that. So when Anaya said to me, Daddy, I know you want to be rich, but I just want to make slime. It put me back in perspective. It put me back in a place where if I'm going to write a tell-all book, if I'm going to talk about, and this is the place I was stuck in, if I'm going to talk about how I felt like my parents should have did this and they didn't tell me this and woe is me and I'm upset with them and rah, 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 I have to go back and think and say to myself, what action and words did I say to my parents to make them feel the way Anaya makes me feel now that I don't care if you got to go to work. I don't care how much money you're trying to make. I just care about being with you. And my life shows that with my parents. I know without a shadow of a doubt that my parents love me and they did the absolute very best that they could to provide for me. That's all that mattered was that I was safe, that my stomach was full and that I was clothed and that I was getting a good education and being social with other children. That's what was important. They wasn't looking at my life that when I turned in my 20s, 30s, uh, peeking over into my 40s now on how rich I should be or how much money they want to give me. They were concerned about how safe I was at that present moment, day by day, month by month, year by year. And to then see me get older and develop a relationship with a woman, get married, have children and do the same thing, but take it up a notch. That's what they were concerned with. I'm supposed to take from that and develop my own standards. And as I'm developing my own standards, I'm starting to realize that the standards I have for my daughter, I have to be very careful because she doesn't care how much money we have in the bank right now. She doesn't even necessarily know what it is. Maybe when she's 30, 40 and 50, whatever, she'll get it. But right now, I definitely under the age of 17, the type of money that we have in those bank accounts, she can care less what she cares about, what your children care about. They care about playing with you. They care about being around you. They care about spending time with you. They don't care about your Lamborghini. They don't care about your 15,000 square foot home. They don't care about your multiple jet setting lifestyle. They don't care. You can look at, you can even talk to every celebrity right now. You can talk to the Michael Jordans, the Magic Johnsons, the LeBron James, the Scottie Pippins, and you can talk to those kids and it's verified. This is public information. Their kids didn't care how famous their parents were. Those kids didn't care. 
They just care that that's my dad. He's coming home every day. That's my mom. I get to see her. That's what's important. But for some strange reason, not even strange, just more so odd, for some odd reason, I don't know when it happened, but it definitely happened in the early, what, 2000s, 2005, 2007. The world made a shift into showing other people's lifestyle that people know other people can't maintain. Do you know how much it costs to maintain a $38 million home? Do you know what type of responsibility comes with a $38 million home? A $38 million home will cost you damn near just as much as you paid for to keep the maintenance of it. See, when people talk about getting like, you know, their own private jet, uh, these uh, multi-million dollar uh, mega mansions, that stuff costs money to maintain. It's a maintenance fee with those things. You're looking at well over five to seven million dollars a year just maintaining a house of that stature. Let's talk about a private jet. How much does it cost to maintain a private jet, a G4, G5? Every bit of three million dollars maintenance. Why? You have to pay the pilot to fly the plane. That's your personal uh, pilot. You have to pay a staff of people to clean the airplane. Those people charge two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars to clean your plane. Then you have to have insurance on that private jet, uh, a, a huge insurance. So when we when we show people when we show people our Lamborghinis, our Corvettes, our houses and stuff, we don't talk about how much it costs to maintain it. You know how much it costs to change the brakes on a Lamborghini? To change just one brake caliber, one brake pad costs seven thousand dollars there's four wheels on a lamborghini you do the math to do an oil change is anywhere from three thousand to fifteen thousand dollars to do an oil change i get my oil change in 10 minutes for 48 bucks i don't have fifteen thousand dollars to throw away for an oil change and we all know what that consists of unscrewing the oil filter letting the oil drain out and putting new oil in and you're on your way $15,000. So these cars, these Aston Martins, these Lamborghinis, these uh, Maseratis and Lexuses and Corvettes, it's fine to have. Nothing wrong with them. Expire to have a $100 million lifestyle by all means. But to maintain that lifestyle, once you get it, it's not like it costs you $5 to clean the house. It's not like it's going to cost you $5 for the uh, house insurance or any, any, any sort of insurance. So what are you telling yourself? What are you showing people? No one talks about their failures. No one talks about what I'm talking about right now of what does it take for you to even get there? And then once you get there, what does it take to keep it? What does it cost to keep it? What does it cost you to stay alive and multiply that times everybody in your household? And then add the extra responsibility of taking care of the things around you, the cars, the cell phones, the clothes, the food, every, everything has a maintenance cost. No one talks about that. They talk about, oh, I made a hundred million dollars and da, 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 da. But yeah, what does it cost you to keep a hundred million dollars? See, these people, 
the celebrities, uh, some of the athletes, the super athletes and everything like that, super businessmen, they don't talk about the security detail. Security detail. These people have security that they have to pay. That's a whole nother person. That's a whole company that you have to pay to help take care of you because someone exposed to the world that you're worth, you know, $500 million. And now for some odd reason, when people hear how much money you're worth, they automatically associate however much money you have in your bank account that they're entitled to. So not only am I entitled to it is what they're thinking. I want to go get it from you. And if you don't give it to me, I'm going to take it. There's been plenty of stories throughout history of people being exposed about how much money they have and then people go to kidnap them, which is why we had always felt very reserved on talking about what our lifestyle looks like, uh, even showing you guys what Anaya looks like um, and really just being on social media, period. Right. Because we don't we, I personally do not make money from social media. I'm not a social media influencer. I'm not uh, I'm not a celebrity. I'm not uh, a YouTuber. I'm, I'm none of those things. I make my money in the real world aside from this. So talking to you guys through a smartphone, uh, through the Internet, if you will, to show you what type of lifestyle I live it's, it's that's not what's important. What's important is my daughter doesn't care that I want to be rich. She just wants to make slime. She just wants to play. So no matter how many books I wrote about her to secure her future, no matter how much life insurance I have, just in case of my uh, accidental demise, no matter how much money I put away, no matter how many houses I built, no matter how many things I invest in, I can tell you right now that my child doesn't care. All she wants to do is play with me. Now, I brought that up because I've been working on my, I've been working on my memoir, if, if you will, for probably about two years now. And what I realized about the story I was going to tell in this book, In the Tank, is that it's too one-sided, right? I haven't given my parents the benefit of a doubt of saying, hey, that's not what happened. And I'm going to talk to my parents and and ask them for their permission to put their story in my book about what was it like for them to raise me versus how I'm raising Anaya? What was it that I said to you that made you feel like you didn't have to become this rich, successful person for me to have a secured future. What was that like for you? Who, who was I to you as a child? What was important to you? And I can pretty much tell you that my parents will pretty much say that the only thing that they felt like was important was that I had a good education, that I was being fed, that I had clothes on my back, and that I had friends to play with. So, I'm saying this to you guys, and I hope you share it with a lot of people because it's a ton of substance in here. I know it sounds I know it looks good to show your lifestyle of what you're doing. You know, you're going to Dubai and you're trying to motivate people to, you know, don't stay in one area. Live your life. All this type of stuff. I get it. Um, this message is more so for the parents. 
your children, no matter what age they are, even to even me, as old as I am towards my parents, I don't care how rich my parents are. Never did, never will. My daughter doesn't care how rich I say I am, how rich we are. All she wants to do is spend time. That's the greatest richness. That's the greatest asset. That's the greatest value that you're ever going to have. So you can ride around in the fanciest car. You can have all the women. You can have all the money falling down on you every day. Your kids, your child that you're going to have or you have right now, the ones that you're raising, they don't care. They just want to play and spend time. I don't know what it's going to take for that to sink in for a lot of people. I know that you're out there creating content and it looks good. I know reality. I know the real world. I know the truth. The truth is that when you become a parent, your kids don't care about what you do. They don't even care how tired you are, where you go to work. They just want to spend time. So when I wrote my children's books, it was about (sighs) my books were about my daughter basically exploring the world on her own because I was too busy working. And I tried to take those books and create some financial revenue for her so that she can have a secure future, you know, later on. But towards the end of the book, I always brought the family together because as much as I want her to have fun, she only cared about coming back home. She only cared about being with her parents and what her parents taught her. So when I wrote my children's books, I just cleverly, cleverly put it that way to show parents and to show children. Oh, she's still she's with her parents. This is where the fun is. I'm a very fun dad. I have a lot of fun with my wife and my daughter. We have a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And the day when I got to check out of here, nobody's going to say how rich I was and all the things I did for them. They're going to say how much fun they had with me. Maybe even how disappointed or sad I made them at times. But it's going to be memories that people are going to live with. Not your money, the memories, especially your children. I have more memories about the things my dad did with me and said to me versus how much money he's ever given me. Because that's the truth. That's what I cared about. My name is Darshawn McAway uh, in the tank. I don't know when it's going to come out. It was supposed to come out last year, um, but I have to revise it because after Anaya said, Daddy, I know you want to be rich, but I just want to make slime. The thing that popped up in my mind was, what did I say to my parents when I was a kid? Because that's very important to put into this book. That What did I show them? What was my emotion? What was my love towards them that make them feel like, you know what? This kid doesn't care how much, how hard I work or what I do. They just care about me. That's what's important, guys. My name is Darshawn McAway. Thank you so much for your time. We're going to end this. I have an interview to do um, at 12 Central Standard Time, which is about 15 minutes for me. But I wanted to get on here and say something to you guys real quickly. 
um, and talk on the podcast. So I'm doing a Facebook live feed, but I'm also recording my podcast at simultaneously. So again, check out my podcast. We have a lot of great substance. We have a lot of celebrities. We have a lot of celebrities that come onto the podcast. We have a lot of best-selling authors that come talk to me, right? To because they heard about my story. Uh, to to infiltrate Walmart is not an easy task. I have uh, four products inside of Walmart, and it's not an easy thing to do. As a matter of fact, I have a client that I have to talk to today, and we have to let them know where, when we're scheduled to get their book inside of Walmart. So <sighs> success is success, right? Your my, my family, personally, my family that's in my household, they don't care about the things that I'm doing, and not in a rude way. They just care that I'm here. And I just need that to soak in for a lot of people. I know you want to live so super rich. I know you want to have the best of the best, but just care more about that you're here. Right. Keep on going for it. But you're here. Right. People get to talk to you, text you, hug you, hold you, cry with you. Let that be important to you. Where you are is where you're supposed to be. You can't change it. It won't change until it's time to change. And when it changes for you, you'll know. My name is Darshawn McAway. Peace.